I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hey, mamas, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we're talking about something that trips up a lot of my clients. (laughs) This is client boundaries. This is something that I've coached probably every single one of my clients on, regardless of industry. It really doesn't matter what kind of thing you are doing with your clients, what you're selling them, what kind of service you're providing to them. This has shown up with Every single one of my clients, from the coaches to graphic designers, web developers, every single client I work with has encountered a client boundary issue. So I really wanted to talk about this on the podcast. I actually coached a client on this recently, sometime in the past month, and I said something to her that was so good. I immediately knew this is going to be a podcast episode. So I am recording that episode today. So this client came to me and said, how can I tell my client no without her thinking that I'm a bitch? And this client of mine was hoping that I was going to give her some magic words that she could use with her client that were going to set the boundary and have that client smiling and thinking that she's amazing. And this client was very disappointed in me because I delivered some very bad news to her, which sometimes I do when I lay down some hard truths. I said that you get to pick one or the other but you can't pick both. You can't focus on both. So you either have to pick setting the boundary or her liking you and her thinking that you're nice as your priority. You have to pick one or the other as the thing that you're aiming for and you can't try to aim for both. It just doesn't work that way. And sometimes there's you know, plenty of instances where we set a boundary and the person doesn't get upset and it's totally fine. No problem at all. This actually happened to me with my one-on-one coach, Bev. She um, had a spot open. I was on her wait list and we were talking about timing and she had a couple different times that she offered and I really didn't like either of them. And She was very firm, like these are the times, and if you're not going to take either of these times, then you can continue to wait on the wait list. And neither of the times worked. They were both 8 a.m., which I don't know if you know me, but I am not a morning person. I start my client calls at 9 a.m., and that's like pretty much the earliest anyone's ever going to see me is 9 (laughs) a.m. So this 8 a.m. thing... I was really not okay with, and I really also wanted to work with her. So I decided, you know what, 8 a.m. on Monday, sign me up. I'm in. It's fine. I'm going to make it work. And now we've been coaching together for about eight months. 
8 a.m. on Mondays and I make it work because I love working with her and she did not drive me away by setting that boundary of the availability in her calendar, even though it was not my preference. So let's talk about these two options. So one is setting your boundaries with your client, like Bev did with me. And the other is people-pleasing, which is trying to control someone else's emotions so that they will like you, essentially. People-pleasing in your business is not sustainable and it's not scalable. So when you people-please in your business, this may work for a while. And there's probably a lot of you listening who people-please your clients And you just have some one-on-one clients and trying to make them happy all the time as one of your priorities is totally okay with you. And it's working and it's not really causing major problems besides you being frustrated sometimes or maybe a little resentful. This is going to become a big problem in the future when you try to scale your business because then you are going to have many more clients that you are trying to make happy, many more people that you're trying to please all at once, and you may potentially have a team of people that then you're trying to set the expectation in your team that we bend over backwards to people-please our clients. And that may have your team having to be inconvenienced in ways that is not going to be okay for them And then you're going to try to people please them. And then all of your scaling efforts will go out the window because you will be overworking, trying to fill in all the gaps for all the unhappy people. This is not the road that you want to go down. Plus, trying to control other people's emotions is something that will always drain your energy and leave you exhausted Because it's impossible. When I have clients who come to me drained and exhausted and overwhelmed, it is almost always the case that they have been trying to people please their clients. Almost every time. You think that it's the amount of work that you're doing, but usually it is not. So if you are feeling exhausted and drained, take a look at this and see if you've been in the pattern of people pleasing your clients or attempting to. So let's talk about why we set client boundaries because you may be wondering why we do this. The main reason for me in you know the clients that I'm working with in my own business as well is to have the life or business or life and business that we want to have. A lot of times we set up client boundaries around time, around attention, around the scope of our work, around um, scheduling and that kind of thing to keep our work within our work time and to not have it bleeding into our personal time. And a lot of times when people are people-pleasing in their business, they have a lot of work bleeding into their personal life, into their actual life. So if you have maybe your family 
complaining or friends maybe complaining about working all the time, you working all the time, or if you are just feeling like you never have any time off, you're working on the weekends, you're working on the evenings, you're working during the day, all the things, a lot of times it is because of boundary issues with your work. So really dig into that. Take a look at that in your life and see is there kind of a bleeding, a little gray area, a non-distinct line between work and non-work where you don't have strong boundaries about your work and about your clients? Another reason why you might set boundaries with your clients is actually to serve your clients better. So to actually help them in one way or another. So for me, as a coach, it has looked like setting boundaries for my clients to serve their growth. So um, about a year ago, maybe actually like a year and a half ago, I used to offer one-on-one coaching via calls with my clients, like I recently did this year, plus Voxer access for my one-on-one clients. So one-on-one clients could both have the call with me and reach out to me at any time through this app, Voxer. They could leave me voice messages and written messages on that app. What I discovered with Voxer is that my clients would stop there first. If any problem happened, if anything came up, if any freak out happened, they would immediately come there and then they would wait for me to solve the problem. Now, not everybody, but this happened a lot, fairly often. They would wait for me to solve the problem, give them an answer, swoop in, make a decision. A lot of times they were trying to delegate decision-making in their business. And what I found is that they were not fully stepping into the role of CEO in their business where they would make the decision and then report to me the results after they implemented the decision. They were kind of like always checking in to get my opinion about every single thing instead of really standing in their own strength and own power. And what I really loved when I then decided to not have Voxer anymore was seeing the growth each week in my clients in between our calls and how much bigger that growth was because they were solving their own problems, making their own decisions and really standing in their own strength and power and independence in between our calls. It was incredible. So I made that decision to say, hey, I'm not going to offer Voxer anymore. This is going away. And I actually didn't even, a lot of you like to like take it away for new people who are signing up. I did it cold turkey. Everybody who is currently working with me, I said, this is no more. We're ending it effective on this date. And it was really scary. And I had to be okay with people saying, this is a deal breaker. I don't want to work with you anymore. No one did. They were all okay with it. They really saw the intention behind it. They saw why I did what I did. And then they saw their own growth once they stopped using it. So that was a decision I made totally focused on 
my clients' growth and what I saw as kind of a crutch for them in their business. Another reason that you would set client boundaries is to set a standard for your clients and have them show up as their highest self. So kind of similar as the last one, but I feel like it takes a little bit of a different spin than the last one. So um, for a lot of my clients, they have had some issues lately with last minute cancellations and that kind of thing from clients. And this is an example of a place where you may feel uncomfortable to draw that boundary line and really stand firm in your cancellation policy. But I think that having this standard for your clients of your cancellation policy and really standing firm on it, you know, unless it it falls outside, you know, in an area that you would want to make an exception for or something like that, it teaches your client to be in control of her calendar. So I'm thinking of one situation in particular where this was the major work and growth of that client. She was really working on being in control of her time. So in that case, setting this standard for her of no last minute cancellations it added some accountability to have her show up as that version of herself that she wanted to be. The mastermind that I'm a part of does the same thing. You have to show up to the call on camera. You have to look, um, you know, ready for work, not like in your pajamas or something like that. Um, And you can't be eating or doing anything else on the call. You have to be totally focused and like ready to work, ready to be called on. And I feel like that's another way where the expectation and boundary that you have for the client is holding them to the standard of where they want to be, that future self that they want to be. You see them as that right now. So the trick to this, to setting these boundaries, is that you have to be more committed to these outcomes, the outcomes of the life that you want to have, the business balance you want to have, and your client's growth. You have to be more committed to those two things than to your clients liking you. You have to give them permission to have their own thoughts and their own feelings about you and the things you say and the decisions you make in your business. This is really uncomfortable, but it will change the game in your business. This completely transformed my business when I made this mental shift and when I overall let go of needing my clients to like me and let them have their own thoughts and feelings, I became so much better as a coach. And whatever you do, not all of you are coaches, but it's going to allow you to be so much more honest with your clients and whatever it is that you're working on with them, you're going to do it at such a higher level when you come from that really honest place, when you don't have that secret resentment towards them and when you let it be totally okay for them to have their thoughts and feelings. It is a whole new world in your business. And one last thought, for you on this topic, because when I introduce this to clients, they struggle 
a lot with, isn't it my job to make my clients happy? Like, isn't that part of what I've been hired to do? And I want to tell you that you've been hired to fulfill the scope of your agreement with this client. And I'm pretty sure their emotional happiness is not in there. And when you have this clearly defined scope of the agreement and what you are agreeing to deliver to them, and when you have standards for excellence in your business and what that looks like, and that's defined separate from your client's feelings, and when you live up to the agreement, and when you live up to your standards for excellence, you can know that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing and whatever they might think or feel is totally okay. They can feel that and you also get to feel totally okay about what you are doing. So for those of you who feel like it's your job to make them happy, you can let that go and you can focus on your actual job. All right. This is one of the four pillars of scaling that I cover in my mastermind with my clients who join my mastermind. We are full and doors are closed for this round. We're actually kicking off this week on Friday with our live virtual event. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. But our next round will begin in April and it will be launching in late January, early February next year. So if you are interested, keep an eye out for that and make sure that you are listening to the podcast on my email list so you get all of the updates about that. All right, mamas, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Hey, if you haven't done a rating and review for my podcast, I would appreciate that so much. It's really easy to do in the app. You just do a few little clicks and you can leave a review and let other people know what you think. All right. I will talk to you all next week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.